This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, July 12, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. The delays and changes and other problems with Obamacare continue. Michael Cannon, Director of Health Policy Studies at the Cato Institute, has some advice for members of Congress hoping to distance themselves from the unraveling program. Just before the 4th of July, the Obama administration announced that it was going to be delaying the employer mandate in Obamacare. That's the requirement that employers with more than 50 workers offer adequate coverage to those full-time workers. And then a couple days later, before the weekend after the 4th of July, the administration announced that it was also postponing some other provisions of the law. So what they're postponing is not just the employer mandate, they're also postponing other provisions that were supposed to take place, to take effect in 2014, including the requirements that employers and insurers report certain information about their insurance offerings and enrollees. And they announced that they would not be doing the income verifications of people who apply for Obamacare subsidies. So what we're left with is, is a situation where the Obama administration has effectively repealed for one year several provisions of Obamacare. One of them is the employer mandate that was supposed to bring revenue into the Treasury from uh, employers who weren't in compliance. They've also repealed these income and insurance verification provisions that were supposed to prevent people from getting subsidies who weren't eligible to receive those subsidies. So at the same time, the Obama administration is not going to be collecting revenue it's supposed to be collecting. It's going to be sending more money out the door to people who weren't supposed to be receiving these subsidies. Congress would not have passed Obamacare without these provisions in there, and yet because President Obama is having a hard time implementing the law, he's just jettisoning provisions uh, because they're proving too difficult. Some people have described this as triage, as an effort to uh, by the administration to focus on what's most important for implementation. And in a sense, that's correct. Triage is what you do in a crisis situation or an emergency where you are overwhelmed and can't deal with all the tasks that are before you. That, I think, is the most important takeaway from this announcement, because this doesn't really interrupt Obamacare's implementation. It may actually make that implementation easier, but it does show that they're having a really hard time with implementation, and this fix does make it more costly, in in addition to being uh, completely unlawful the way the president went about it. Those are the most important takeaways here is that this is lawful, uh, or this is not lawful. This is an illegal attempt to rewrite the law without congressional uh, notification, much less input, and it presages further difficulties down the road. But as you as you note, none of this actually gums up the works. None of this is actually going to stop the law. You said it makes implement, may make implementation, in fact, easier. When I think people who are opponents of the law, opponents of uh, this uh, larger intrusion of the government into healthcare would prefer to see portions of it rolled back. So where do things stand on the front of actually rolling back uh, parts of that law? Well, one thing that these these unilateral one-year repeals of uh, these provisions of the law are going to do is they are emboldening Obamacare's opponents in Congress. The House of Representatives is planning on holding a vote to delay legislatively the employer mandate for one year and also delay the individual mandate for one year because it really is unfair that employers are getting off the hook and individuals are not. That 
could seriously frustrate implementation of the law if they delay the individual mandate, and that means that fewer young and healthy people show up uh, to purchase the required health insurance because they need healthy people in these pools in order to make the whole thing work. But this wasn't the only news to come out in recent days about implementation, and there was other news that will more directly frustrate the administration's ability to implement the law. There was something called the smoker's glitch that was announced uh, just this week. What this is, basically, it's kind of complicated, but what it basically means is that insurers will not have the latitude to charge smokers higher premiums that the law says they will have, just because of a problem with the government's computer systems. And so what that means is, no matter how insurers respond, they could respond in a couple of ways, but no matter how they respond, the risk pools in Obamacare's health insurance exchanges are, are going to be sicker. Because they're going to be sicker, premiums are going to be higher, and fewer healthy people are going to show up. So even though the administration's repeal of these provisions is or delay of these provisions is getting all the attention right now, even though that's going to have a big impact on the federal budget. And, and from a rule of law standpoint, it's what's most offensive uh, about what's happening with the implementation. This relatively obscure smoker's glitch could have a more destabilizing a, a effect on Obamacare than uh, the administration's uh, moves on these other provisions. Some members of Congress have proposed uh, delaying the implementation of the individual mandate, just like the implementation of the employer mandate, uh, what do you think Congress ought to be doing? I really don't think that that approach rises to the moment. If they had a vote on that, that might be helpful. I think what they should be doing is passing another full repeal bill and attaching that to an increase in the debt limit or attaching that to some uh, appropriations measure like the Department of Health and Human Services appropriations bill, without which HHS cannot function. and and then send that to the Senate and go home uh, for the August recess. Uh, because that would set up a situation where it, it shows it's going to create an air of inevitability around repeal of Obamacare. It rises to this moment in which we find ourselves where the Obama administration is admitting that it cannot implement this law on time. And just delaying the individual mandate doesn't do anything uh, to, to address that. Delaying the individual mandate doesn't do anything to stop the very dangerous subsidies that, are, uh, that would still go out the door on uh, uh, January 1st of 2014 if the Obama administration has its way. Short of uh, threatening a government shutdown in that way, unless they get Obamacare repeal, I think that the House of Representatives could hold a vote to delay the entire law for one year or the provisions that are supposed to take effect in 2014 for one year, because clearly they cannot get those everything uh, in place the way Congress wanted uh, it to be. And so if they give the administration another, uh, if they delay it for a year, well, then uh, there's, a, there's a very simple message that they can use to sell that, which is you don't have any taxpayer protections. Well, then you don't get any subsidies. Or if employers get relief, then everybody is going to get relief, not just people who are subject to the individual mandate, but people who are subject to other taxes under this law. Michael Cannon is Director of Health Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org. 